finding suitable mental health medications can be a challenge. The GeneSight test may help. Did you know that genetics can play an important role in gaining insight on how a person may respond to various medications? Understanding this may help reduce medication trial and error. GeneSight is a genetic test that analyzes variations in DNA. It shows how genes may affect someone's metabolism or response to medications commonly prescribed to treat depression, anxiety, and other mental health conditions. Visit GeneSight.com for more information. This is The Jerry Callahan Show. Man, it's one of those days, wild day. Thursday, August 4th, happy birthday to uh, Barack Obama. Not as not as big a deal as Tom Brady, but Barack Obama turned 61 today, which is hard to believe. I mean, I can't stand Barack Obama, but remember the days when you had a president who wasn't in the throes of dementia, who wasn't afflicted with oily rain and asthma and COVID every other day? Those were the days, even though, again, same policies, but at least the guy wasn't completely incoherent, uh, but we're waiting the verdict in a couple of big high profile trials. I think shortly while, while, while we're uh, recording here, we will have a verdict in the Brittany Griner trial in Russia does not look good for Brittany. The prosecution, I believe the, uh, they're in a recess right now. The prosecution just asked for nine and a half years. Uh, I guess it's better than 10, but she's already done six months. So they're asking for nine and a half years. She showed up in court again in that cage, handcuffed, and she held up a picture of her team, her Russian team. She's asking for mercy, saying uh, she wasn't going to use the, the the cannabis oil in Russia. That was just got, just happened to be in her bag. But they, they don't care. And I do have more bad news for Brittany. Um, on the global front, the geopolitical front, uh, uh, Sweden and Finland are going to join NATO, making war with Russia much more likely, making tensions with Russia much more, much worse. That's not good for Brittany. The other trial is Alex Jones sued for defamation, I believe, for $150 million for the parents of, uh, some, uh, of a Sandy Hook kid. He is screwed. Alex Jones is about to be bankrupted, maybe today. The details in this suit are just wild. And I'm just going to say, I have an assignment. Once this trial's over and, and Alex Jones is bankrupt, you have an assignment, Ironhead. I'll explain it to you. What else? We got so much else. Aaron Rodgers said hallucinogenic drugs helped him love himself and have the best season of his career. You thought Brady was a weirdo. When it came to things he put into his body, at least he wasn't tripping. Aaron Rodgers, Aaron Rodgers, one of the all-time greats. He's uh, he he drops acid or sort of. Uh, he, he he takes real mind-altering drugs. I wonder what the league thinks of that. Speaking of the league, Roger Goodell's appealing, which means that uh, the Deshaun Watson verdict, which means Deshaun Watson is screwed. I was right the first time. He's getting at least a year when this is all said and done. I asked the question yesterday. Will Tom Brady still go to Miami next year? When next seed 2023, will he be under center for the Miami Dolphins? It doesn't look likely. Um, we have the biggest loser ever to run for uh, the U.S. Senate. We'll tell you about that guy. And uh, Phil Bryson and nine other live golfers are suing the PGA Tour. And I want to get to this. We're going to play a new winner, a new champion the worst song ever made, the worst pop song ever made. We've done this list. I've done this list many times. I have my my choices, but I think um, Steve Miller's off the hook. Abracadabra, you 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 dropped to number two. We have the worst song ever made. We'll play that for you and and tell you about the big controversy surrounding it. We'll get into that and lots more on today's Callahan Show presented by ExpressVPN. Let me ask you something. What if there was someone out there who kept a log of every single thing you did every minute of the day? I think that'd be pretty creepy. Well, what if I told you that's exactly what happens every time you go online? Your internet provider like AT&T or Verizon is allowed to store logs of every website you've ever visited and they can legally sell this data to anyone. That's why I always use ExpressVPN. ExpressVPN reroutes your internet connection through their secure servers so your internet provider can't see or log what you do online. 
Now, many of you might be wondering, well, if I'm routing all my data through a VPN, then doesn't that mean the VPN can see what I'm doing and log my data instead? And you're right to think that. Many VPNs claim to have a no logs policy, but have been caught logging customer activity. ExpressVPN is the only VPN I trust because they use trust server technology. They were the first major VPN provider to engineer all of their VPN servers to run in RAM. This makes it impossible for their VPN service to store any data, including logs of any ExpressVPN customer. And you don't have to take my or ExpressVPN's word for it. ExpressVPN is so confident in their no logs claim, they even had one of the biggest assurance firms, PwC, audit their technology. It's no wonder that CNET named ExpressVPN the number one VPN in the world. Stop letting people keep logs of what you do online. Visit expressvpn.com slash Callahan right now and find out how you can get three months free. I will uh, uh, start with Brittany Griner who is, I, I'm sorry, I, I know some people, I saw Kurt Schilling saying, you broke another country's laws, you, you know, that's your fault, you know, when it, we shouldn't be giving up uh, prisoners, shouldn't be having prisoner swaps, she's just going to have to do the time, I'm sorry, a little cannabis oil, a, a cartridge, uh, I don't care, anywhere in the civilized world, 10 years for that is insane, we should do our best, do what we can to get her out, I, I, I see her there in that cage, and I can't help but feel bad for her, but it doesn't look good, we're awaiting the verdict. I don't think this takes long. They said there will be a verdict today. She will be sentenced to nine or 10 years, meaning uh, hard labor in, in a Russian, in a Russian prison. Uh, uh, I'm sorry, that, that, that's, that's just not fair. We should find a way to get her home, get this done. Uh, but we'll give you the verdict as soon as it comes down. I got one eye on, on, the, on this news scroll here. The other trial, and I just spent, I don't know, an hour reading about this because it's fascinating. We've, I've talked about Alex Jones. Nobody likes what Alex Jones does. Everybody knows it's a joke. It's it's nonsense. I mean, he's the, the ultimate conspiracy theorist. And he's being sued in a court, I believe in Austin, by Neil Heslin and Scarlett Lewis, parents of Jesse Lewis, who was killed in the Sandy Hook school shooting, mass murder. Um and in court, we're getting all kinds of fascinating revelations. Uh, the, the, the judge, by the way, the judge was berating him for lying. And I think this would be the whole thrust of the trial. She's berating him for lying. And she says, you, you know, you're saying things that aren't true. She goes, he goes, well, I believe they're true. And she's like, no, you don't. <laughs> you don't believe these things are true. He's, he's being exposed completely. And again, Alex Jones, I, I think most people just dismiss him as a conspiracy nut and say, I don't know if he's harmless, but he certainly doesn't seem like, it certainly didn't seem like he had a big impact when he'd be ranting about things and making, you know, space aliens. And he's incredibly articulate. He's smart. I'll, I'll explain to you in a moment why he's such a conspiracy nut, why it works for him. But uh, the jury could award the... Uh, the parents of Jesse Lewis, 150 million any day now in, uh, in damages. And if you follow the trial, it doesn't look good. It doesn't look good for Alex in perhaps the greatest gaffe ever from a defense team, from a defense lawyer, his lawyers accidentally sent all his text messages to the prosecutor. And the prosecutor is gloating about this in court saying, we got you. Uh, he claimed he didn't use email and they produced a bunch of emails. He claimed he was bankrupt and they proved that he wasn't bankrupt. It's just it, nothing is going right for Alex Jones. He looks already, he looks defeated, but in, in the trial, they point out um, that he has claimed, he claimed that, uh, that uh, Sandy hook was a hoax designed to push gun control now, everybody knows that's not true. Everyone knows that's ridiculous and just assumed he's a performer performing, putting on a show for some lunatics and tinfoil hats who live in the mountains and, you know, they are off the grid and just people that want to hear this stuff on their, uh, you know, on their radio and late at night and, and I, I guess buy, buy his things and buy his stuff and support him. But he also claimed, uh, this is from the uh, Wire story, he quote, I, he says, I unintentionally took part in things that did hurt people's feelings. 
said Jones, who also acknowledged raising conspiracy claims about other mass tragedies from Oklahoma City to the Boston Marathon bombing to mass shootings in Las Vegas and Parkland, Florida, and of course, Sandy Hook. Now, I, I said at the time, I've said it for years, it's despicable what this man did uh, exploiting the tragedy. He is going to be destroyed for it sometime today. And I don't know if he just keeps, you know, declares bankruptcy, reaches a settlement, keeps doing his thing. But the parents are going to get some satisfaction here. They're going to get some revenge. And and that's fool, that's fine. That's cool with me. But he did ask, I'm not sure if this was on I think when the uh, the jury was out, when the when the judge was berating him, see if you can get that uh, iron head. It's it's interesting sound because he looks like a child being scolded by like a teacher, a parent, just sitting there all fat and blobby, uh, and and saying, you know, uh, I, I didn't know it wasn't true, but it, but yes, you did, yes, you did. You knew that wasn't a hoax. You knew it wasn't. I, I forget the, the the false flag charge about Boston, the Boston Marathon bombing. Who set that up? I think it was the CIA. I mean, it just makes this stuff up. And his, his listeners, his viewers eat it up. And uh, I'll get to that. But um, uh, in, in court, he essentially said, yeah, you know, you know, this. Uh, I, I, yeah, I did it. I did. It. I, I hurt people's feelings because I came up with these crazy conspiracy theories. And the parents are there staring at him, knowing that they got them. So good for them. Good for the parents of Sandy Hook. Congratulations. You're going to make some money. They'll probably have some, some charity. Maybe they already have set up a charity, but buried in the story is the most interesting part. You wonder, I often wondered, Alex Jones is a really talented guy. If you've ever heard him with, um, uh, with Joe Rogan or seen him anywhere. I mean, he's just incredible. His mind just goes miles an hour and he has thoughts and ideas about everything. And, not just, you know, about what the government's doing, but, but space and, the, you know, time and everything else. He's, he's an interesting guy. He chose to go this route. I think he used to be a mainstream TV guy. He used to be a good looking guy too, by the way, when, before he got fat and crazy. I saw him. I was um, down in DC at the Trump inauguration in 2016, you know, when Antifa was burning cars and throwing things at cops and trying to overturn an election back then when it was okay to try to overturn an election. And he was on the steps of the Capitol late at night. Well, maybe we were walking around at night. It was probably nine or 10 o'clock. And he had a huge, like like a hundred people around him, just uh, hanging on his every word. He had a camera and microphone. He was doing some rant about, I don't even remember what it was about, some some rant about the, the election, <laughs> the, you know, trying to overturn the election. He was ahead of his time. Uh, but, uh, he, he is charismatic. I could see, you know, why he has a following. I, he takes simple, he convinces simple minded people that, you know, the Boston marathon was bombing was conducted by the CIA and they, they fall for it. But check this out. This is the bottom of the associated press report this morning. Um, in court, I mentioned, you know, all the, the, the lies the judge keeps calling him out on. And he says, shortly after Alex Jones declared, quote, I don't use email, Jones was shown an email that came from his address and another one from an InfoWars business office telling Jones that the company had earned $800,000 in selling its product in a single day, <laughs> which would amount to $300 million in a year. Uh, your job, Ironhead, is if indeed Alex Jones is busted, broke, out of business, you have to find out what products he was selling and making 800000 in a day. I think that all the time. He was obviously banned by Twitter and Facebook and he's banned by everyone. I don't think he can use... He can use, uh, you know, PayPal or Venmo. I mean, he's been completely shut down more than anybody. I think canceled by everybody. All right, here is the webpage, InfoWars webpage. These are, you know, drugs, supplements. A lot uh, of supplements. A lot of supplements. And so you get this fat guy who smokes cigarettes selling you health supplements. You get T-shirts, of course. Uh, but but you can't make 800 grand selling T-shirts in a day, can you? I mean, is that, is that what Barstool makes? <laughs> it's pre preparedness. 
prepare. Oh, there you go. There you go. Oh, you got storable foods, right? That you can keep in your bunker. War, uh, water and air infiltration filtration systems. So when they drop the mustard gas, seeds, <laughs> seeds. So you can plant your own food after the apocalypse. Survival gear, radios. Are these special radios that you can listen to him when he's canceled on everything else? Survival gear. You can recreate uh, the girl who loved Tom Gordon with that radio. Oh, Chris. But by the way, we're going to talk about the worst song ever. The worst book ever. It's the terrible. worst book ever. I, mean, I, I haven't read every book. I'm, I'll be honest. I'm not like LeBron James. I'm not just uh, the most voracious reader. But the girl who loved Tom Gordon, Stephen King, ripped off his followers with that piece of garbage. Absolute pointless drivel. About 200 pages. He probably cranked it out in a week. Uh, anyway, we'll, we'll, we'll do the worst books ever uh, another day. But, uh, ooh, nuclear and biological. <laughs> what, could, what, could, what nuclear thing can you buy? <laughs> Let's see. Look at the books. Books. It says living off the grid. <laughs> oh, look at that. Infowar masks. Are you kidding me? You're telling me Alex Jones people wear masks? That's a, you know, a COVID mask. How much is a COVID mask that says Infowars on it? I should get Six, one of those. Six ninety five. Oh, he see, no wonder he's making so much. He's giving people a bargain. That's all that's but left he, in the in the nuclear and uh, biological is that one mask. Everything else is gone. So that, that mask protects you from nuclear and biological weapons. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm telling you, I had to read it tr- twice. Um, he made 800,000. This is not speculation either. It's their email. It's kind of like the Hunter Biden laptop. It's the best kind of proof. It's something they don't want you to have. You imagine being in a defendant. You're fighting for your life, your 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 financial your financial fortune, your job, your business, and your lawyers who you're paying a lot of money. I'm sure they they're not cheap. Send all your texts. I I mean, if you told me you sent all my texts to my to my best friend or my wife, I'd be panicking, wouldn't you? Oh yeah. I mean, all your texts to the prosecution. I'm telling you, Alex Jones, I mean, I know he's got a lot of weapons. They should take those weapons away because, man, the idea, that's worse than what happened to Turtle Boy, almost. (laughs) Almost. Graham's got to get some more stuff in that store. We're clearly not selling the right stuff. All right. We got to, you know, we got to get, point out the bug the chug mug will help you survive nuclear holocaust. (laughs) You want to be down in your bunker? You bring your Callahan coffee (laughs) down in your bunker. But, uh uh, it's not looking good for poor Alex Jones. He looks terrible. He said that he was walking out of court at recess and Alex Stein, the wonderful, crazy comedian that was uh, harassing AOC. He was outside the court waiting to talk to him. And Alex Jones didn't want to talk, just his head hang down. He knows it's over. He must have, and I'm sure he's hidden his money. He, he, cl- he claimed he was bankrupt. The judge said, you're lying, but he must have money hidden everywhere. Cause According to uh, this report, just on the products he sold, I don't know if you can have you know subscriptions or, or appearance fees, but just on the products, it's three hundred million. <laughs> and he has a staff. I always wondered, like, is that a good job to work for Infowars? He had guys following him around DC when I saw him, cameramen and, and sound people, and I guess he can afford it if he's making that kind of dough selling products to the tinfoil brigade who live in area 51 or live in the, the, the smoky mountains. Those are his people. They are going to get the bad news. Maybe we can get them to, to um, transition over to, to listen to us and buy our products. we got to work on that. But uh, I guess I got my answer. I often wondered why, he ran with these ridiculous conspiracy theories. He knows they're not true. He knows they're they're offensive. Frogs he are did, gay. <laughs> he, he did offer one good defense, and I have to ask. I mean, I'm not defending him, just to make it clear. I don't care. The guy, the, the Sandy Hook parents, God bless them. Good luck to them. But he said, why do I have to pay millions and lose my business or whatever? I forget the exact words. He said, the New York Times lies to people lies about people every day. They, they wrote about the Russian hoax, the Trump, you know, colluding with Russia every day for three years. I mean, it was completely made up. They knew it was made up. They did it to destroy Trump. They did it to undermine a sitting president after he got elected. They don't pay any price. In fact, they win Pulitzer's. They lie about the, the Hunter Biden laptop. They, they suppress it. They say it was Russian disinformation. 
they lie about uh, weapons of mass destruction in, in Iraq, leading us into war, which cost us, you know, 4,000 servicemen their lives and many more their limbs. The New York Times doesn't have to go to court and, and lose everything because they, they lie for, uh, to, to, you know, uh, advance their agenda, their political ideological agenda. There's no price to pay at all. Just the opposite. It's good for business. They lie about, about, you know, Trump saying they lie about bounties on soldiers in Afghanistan, Russian bounties. They lie about Trump calling servicemen, calling veterans losers. I mean, they lie every damn day. New York times does Washington post does. Uh, CNN, NBC, they lie every day. Just go back and listen to the coverage of the laptop last fall uh, or uh, almost two years ago now. And so still, they're still suppressing it and they don't pay any price. I mean, again, I don't have any sympathy for the guy. He's going to be destroyed any minute now and, you know, good, tough luck. But lots of people in mainstream media lie to their viewers, their listeners every day with impunity. And uh, these New York Times should just go on and make can pick it up right now and, and find dozens of lies that advance their agenda. And there's no price to pay at all. But Alex Jones, he'll pay one hundred and fifty million and be ruined. Uh, and we believe that's coming down this week. And uh, we believe I don't know if the, if the prosecution is going to uh, share all the text with the world. But when they do. Not only will he be broke, but he will be humiliated. I mean, just the language. You imagine the stuff you tweet. Just everyone has a friend or two, or you know, a brother of, that they tweet crazy or tweet text crazy stuff to, goofy stuff. You know, memes, swears. If all that went public, there's no one out there who wouldn't be embarrassed. Nobody. Alex Jones, and and maybe they'll just release the stuff where he talks about how he knows that he's putting people on and, and, and lying to people about hoaxes. And I guess you, you, you got to think twice when you lie about a hoax, what did you say? And a bunch of little kids were crisis actors. That's, that's pretty egregious. That's pretty bad. So they weren't the parents, the parents of those kids have waited years. They are going to get their revenge. In fact, they've already gotten their revenge. And I assume maybe the next step is Alex Jones sues his own lawyers for negligence or incompetence because I can't imagine. They tell you, hey, bad news, Alec. What? We sent all your texts to them and the lawyer. And they, they didn't even, I forget the term they used to call it privileged or confidential uh, in, in the communication. So the prosecution immediately was gloating about we have all your texts. You're lying. I mean, the trial should be over right there and then. But, uh, Good luck to Alex Jones and all his nuts. And if you want to, you know, come on over, you know, I don't, I don't have nearly as many conspiracy theories, although I do think Nancy Pelosi set the whole thing up on January 6th, but and she, uh, we'll and she's a lizard person. Well, <laughs> that's, well, that's not a conspiracy theory, by the way, did we accomplish anything with our trip to Taiwan? Anything, anything happened? Didn't appear to. Uh, I'll do this. We got, we got a lot to get to. I do. To to before you move on, I do have both clips of, uh, I have the judge and I have him admitting, um, that it was fake. If you want any, I mean, what else do you have to say? Shouldn't this be one of those deals where you go, okay, we're through here, but let's listen to this. You want to see a defeated man. A guy who knows he's going to lose and lose everything. Let's listen to Alex Jones in court. You may not say to this jury that you complied with discovery. That is not true. You may not say it again. You may not tell this jury that you are bankrupt. That is also not true. You're already under oath to tell the truth. You've already violated that oath twice today in just those two examples. It seems absurd to instruct you again that you must tell the truth while you testify. Yet here I am. You must tell the truth while you testify. This is not your show. Do you understand what I have said? Yes, I believe what I said was true. So I don't Yes, you believe everything you say is true, but it isn't. Your beliefs do not make something true. That is that is what we're doing here. Just because you claim to think something is true does not make it true. 
It does not protect you. It is not allowed. Couldn't he like sue uh, this lady? Uh, <laughs> the judge? How I, I believe the jury's out of the room, but how 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 do you even go on from there? How do you even put on a defense where she said that's why we're here. You say you believe it, but you don't. <laughs> Essentially, you say you believe the kids who died at Sandy Hook were like actors. I mean, I don't even understand. I don't, didn't hear the rant or the many, many rants he's, he's gone on about Sandy Hook. But you think they didn't actually die or you think they did die, but they were pawns in some grand scheme to push gun control? I mean, I, I got to say, I think it's crazy. It's insane. It's offensive. But for uh, 300 million, <laughs> 300 million, I might consider it. You think, uh, you think I should go that route? Say, oh, the Avaldi, uh, that wasn't really, kids didn't really die in Avaldi. No, that was just a scheme to push gun control. Look what happened afterwards. They banned the AR-15. It worked. Yeah, I think we could do I, that. Could I, I do that? Some, yeah, why not? And then we could sell, you know, little kits to bring food down in your bomb shelter, yeah. little canned fish that you can eat. Aren't the best the, the best canned fish I've ever eaten? <laughs> aren't judges supposed to be unbiased? Or like I think uh, when the jury's out of the room, she could they got leeway. But well, yes, she, she supposed clearly, to be unbiased. That is the most biased judge I've ever yeah, heard. Yeah, she's clearly she's, listened to his show. She goes, "This is not your show. You're not always right." Right. But she knows, she says, that's why we're here because she knows the whole thing is the whole, the whole thrust of the whole trial is he says things that he knows aren't true, pretends to believe them. And he agreed. He admitted already. He said 100% he knows Sandy Hook was real. He said that in, in court. Yes, it was real. So in for months, years, he's lied about it to entertain the nut jobs in his audience and sell them you know, the survival kits. It's worked, but boy, has he been exposed. Uh, and I honestly, I don't know what he does after this, but he's such an entertaining lunatic, though. When he's like I said, when he's on Rogan. Oh, yeah, I he's mean, great. And, and he goes for hours and just without any notes, just rambling on about things he's not. If you did that, if you found a way to you know, put him on, you know, whatever, with, with another, he'd do a podcast and have his crazy theories, as long as he's not talking about pretending dead kids. I mean, there's always going to be an audience, but I'm not sure he's ever going to make 300 million a year again. But what else do we got from Crazy Alex? 100% real. And the media still ran with lies that I was saying it wasn't real. The parents of Jesse Lewis, one of 21st graders who died in the massacre, are seeking $150 million in damages. To restore the honor and religious legacy of my son tarnished by Mr. Jones. Jones blasted Jesse's father on his show yesterday. He is um, being manipulated by some very bad people. I mean, I'll just say, because I got to be honest, he's slow. But in court, he (laughs) faced Jesse's mother. Jesse was real. I am a real mom. Testifying their six-year-old son and their pain were real. The conspiracy theorist has been a difficult witness. This is not your show. Admonished yesterday by the judge for... Yeah, we go into that again. <laughs> he's, he's slow. Boy, is that guy, uh, Mr. Neil, Neil Heslin, is he getting his revenge or what? Not just getting money, but he's ruining the guy uh, you said who lied about his kid. You said something I don't like, so give me $150 million. I don't get that. Well, it's it's not something you don't like. You lied about his dead kid no, for I profit. But I, but I mean, it like that's pretend- basically what it comes down to, though. That's like why hasn't he been sued before this for the same reason? What jury's ever going to side with him when they have the video, the sound of his of his crazy conspiracy theories, which are obviously not true? I mean, he says every mass shooting is fake. Every you know bombing, marathon bombing, the Las Vegas shooting. There's a lot of victims that he's lied about. Maybe they'll all line up now and go after him, but he's not going to have much left when uh, when this jury, when this judge is through with him. But boy, is it embarrassing! <laughs> they, they got his texts. Maybe do you think they have like nudes of him, like you know, with Turtle Boy, our friend? They they have those. <laughs> you think they have uh, really crazy? St- Maybe they have texts saying, "Yeah, I know I made it all up, but look how much money we made selling stupid." Uh, there's a fish today. <laughs> there's a really funny uh, before and after picture of Alex Jones from taking his sub uh, his supplements 
and it uh I gotta see if I can know. find it because it yeah one here it is. <laughs> it's literally just he's tan in one and not in the other. And it's like, look how much weight I lost. So let me pull this up. I mean, you can find a picture of him as a young reporter. He was a good looking guy, TV guy, I think, and uh fit. And the other day was an, he did an interview outside of court and he was just sweating. I mean, it's in Texas and he's sweating and he's smoking a cigarette and he's just so defeated. And he's like, okay, can we get on with this? You want to talk to me? Let's go. And he looks just like a beaten man, but good luck. God, God bless the parents. They got their revenge and uh, they're just going to ruin the man. It must feel good. That's before and after. It's before and after. <laughs> 45 days later. I'm sorry. He's, he's sucking that gut in. It's just not working, but you know, who am I to criticize? He made 800 grand in one day In one day. I don't I can't even, I didn't even think, you know, if you were the biggest, if you were you know, Tucker Carlson or, or Dave Portnoy, I didn't think that you could make that kind of dough, but it came out in court. It's proven. It's in an email, which he says he doesn't use. Anyway, good luck to Alex Jones. We'll, we will move on when you want to do my pillow. And then we're going to get to this Alex, jo- Alex Jones, um, Aaron Rodgers, Tom Brady, Roger Goodell got lots of news coming out of the NFL. And we got uh, the worst song ever made, a new one. And I'm I'm going to have trouble uh, uh, coming up with anything close. I'm talking pop, pop songs that make a lot of money. Really big, big songs. This is so awful. It's beyond words. But uh, we will play that. But first, let me do my pillow. We love MyPillow. Just go to MyPillow.com and use code word Jerry for huge discounts. For example, the standard MyPillow, which is normally $69.98, is only $19.98 with code word Jerry. MyPillow is made in the USA and comes with a 10-year warranty and a 60-day money-back guarantee. It's machine washable and dryable. It's the most comfortable pillow you'll ever sleep on. Get it now and you can support this show. Because like us, Mike Lindell is constantly under attack from the cancel culture mob. By purchasing from my pillow, not only are you helping out us, but you're joining in the fight against the cancel culture crowd. My pillow isn't in big box stores for obvious reasons, so you can get factory direct pricing if you order from mypillow.com using code word Jerry. You get the Giza sheets, buy one, get one free, half off slippers, six piece towel sets, regular $109.99, just $39.99 with code word Jerry. That's mypillow.com, promo code Jerry. I the, the yesterday I asked the question and I was serious. It seemed like a simple question. The we talked all about the Brady tampering, the Dolphins, and I'm sure everybody's familiar with it now. The Dolphins tampered with Brady and Sean Payton while they were under contract with their teams. Brady talked to the Dolphins while he was with the Patriots in his final season. I didn't think that was that bad because everyone knew it was his final season. He was just trying to plan for the future, but he talked to the Dolphins while in the playoffs with the Patriots, which is pretty bad. Again, I don't think he's, it's ruined his reputation. Kirk and I yesterday argued about this. He talked to the Dolphins immediately after signing with the Bucs, which is worse. Uh, He just signed on with the Bucs. They paid him a lot of money. They surrounded him with talent. He was immediately talking to their cross-state rivals about joining them the following year. Now, the Dolphins lose a first-round pick, a third-round pick. The owner gets fined a million and a half. Their, their reputation takes a big hit. But my question is, is the plan still in place? If he finishes with the Bucks this year, we believe, as we often do, that this is his final year in Tampa, does he still go play for the Dolphins? Does he still become part owner of the Dolphins? Does he still become an executive? I mean, there's nothing here that, makes you think, well, that can't happen now, except the fact that the if he goes to the Dolphins, he'd be working for some real idiots. You know, Michigan men, I, I agree, I understand, but idiots who, who tampered so blatantly and brazenly that they deserve everything they get. Well, I got my answer. I think I got my answer from Jeff Darlington of, uh, what's he, he's with NFL Network these days, correct? Yep. Uh, Jeff Darlington was asked about this on a podcast, and he did some research And he came up with an answer, and the answer is no chance. There's no chance Brady can go play and own the Dolphins. Let's uh, let Darlington explain. Go ahead. How would the Dolphins' whole plan here have actually worked? 
Well, which one? (laughs) (laughs) Touche. The one where Tom Brady becomes a part of the organization in all sorts of ways, apparently. That's the most complicated part of this because it goes back to how serious of a conversation was this? Absolutely. The idea of Tom Brady being a minority owner and having a role with the team, very serious, very serious. In fact, I would say it was all but inevitable. The idea of him playing for the organization, if in fact that was a serious consideration, they had not taken seriously all of the hurdles that they were going to have to jump. Mm. Not the least of which was the fact that he was in a contract with the Tampa Bay Bucks, a team that certainly would not take kindly to the idea that Tom Brady was going to leave them while still under contract for another team in the state. But more complicated than that, I had reached out to the NFL at one point and talked to them about the idea of a minority owner playing for a team. The NFL dug into it a little bit and found that, in fact, it would require for a player to own part of a team and also play for said team that the 31 other owners would have to vote to agree to let that happen. (laughs) So let me spell this out for you, Pablo. Picture an owner's meeting. Tom Brady has just retired from the NFL, wiggled himself out of his contract with the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, owns a piece of the Dolphins, and has decided, you know what, I'm going to play for him. Now we go to the owners' meetings. Robert Kraft, the Glazer family. Yep, owner of the Bucs. By the way, who have just been burned. Uh, Woody Johnson, who will have to face Tom Brady twice a year once again. Yep, owner of the Jets. Are all basically now controlling whether Tom Brady can play for the Miami Dolphins. Oh, my God. I'm mad. I'm mad that we didn't get this in real life, honestly, at this point. And it was not that far off. Well, uh, there you go. He cannot, he will not play and owned. I guess he could play for the Dolphins. It can stop that, but he couldn't be part owner and which is what I think the real allure was. He lives down there now and he, you know, he's probably planning to live there for the rest of his life in South Florida. Uh, but he couldn't play and, and uh, own the Dolphins unless every other team uh, agreed, which they would never, ever do. I mean, the Patriots are going to agree to that. No. To let him own and for the rival, the, the, the Bucks, as he points out, after finding out that he was going behind their back and talking to the Dolphins. So, I don't think it's going to happen. Jeff Darlington's with ESPN now. Wow. That's I just assume all the white guys have been fired by ESPN <laughs> and work somewhere else, but he used to be at NFL network. I believe that doesn't really matter. A couple of other big stories in the NFL, Roger Goodell, as expected, uh, is appealing the Deshaun Watson decision. There's no way in hell Deshaun Watson's only serving a six game suspension. I just assumed that Goodell was pulling the strings when they have this disciplinary officer, Susan Robinson, uh, make the decision, go lenient, slight slap on the wrist. I assume Goodell had to had to be involved, had to okay it at some level. Apparently not. Goodell is pissed. He's going to bring the hammer down. The, the union's going to appeal. They'll end up in court. But Deshaun Watson will do at least a season. They want a, a full season. I mean, he sat out last year. But he got paid, and it was his own decision. And I'm I sure the Texans were uh, on the same page. They didn't want to deal with it uh, all season long, and they weren't really, weren't really concerned about winning games. Um, they, they're probably thrilled. They're still thrilled with the, with the uh, boatload they got in return for Deshaun Watson. But he's doing a year. He's doing a year or more. There's no way you can say. I mean, when you look at comps, I mean, there was one woman involved in Ben Roethlisberger. He got six games. I believe Ezekiel Elliott, same thing. One woman. This is 30 women. 30. And and probably more. As the New York Times points out, he had 60-something, 66 different masseuses, massage therapists. He abused, you know, only half of them. But it's just the weirdest thing. He's just the kinkiest, weirdest guy. Um, when you get a massage therapist, you might not know this, Ironhead, and they're really good. Mm-hmm. You don't go look. You don't go look for another one. I mean, right. he's paying top dollar. He's asking around. He's a star quarterback. I guarantee you, one of the first, I don't know, five, ten, fifteen was really good. Probably two or three of them were really good. 
The only reason he kept looking is because he got off on it because he's a kinky weirdo who got off on making these women uncomfortable. So, and, and asking them to do weird things and touching them with his wiener and, and just making them just creeping them out. That's the guy we're talking about getting six games, two more than Tom Brady got for doing nothing. So that ain't going to happen. He's uh, and, and by the way, everyone's bringing this up, and it's a good point. Calvin Ridley got a full season for betting $1,500 on a, uh, on a game or games that didn't involve his team. And we know gambling's awful and all, and we know in the past people gambled going back to Alex Karras and Paul Horning. Get, they bring the hammer down. But it's a little different now when the NFL is completely in bed with these gambling companies, uh, and and support and, and and promoting it and supporting it and 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 uh, not not condemning it as you know the third rail anymore. So when a guy decides, yeah, I'll make a little bet online, that's against the rules. But is that really a full season suspension, which will cost him what tens of millions of dollars, and a guy? Uh, sexually abuses or assaults 30 women and he gets six games. It's nuts. And and Goodell knows it. So he's appealing. And I don't like um, Deshaun Watson's chances in this one. Uh, let's get, we, we've talked a lot over the years about a weird, uh, one of the all time great quarterbacks having like weird uh, diet and weird, little habits. Uh, we've gone over it a million times with Tom Brady. He likes his uh, supplements, his electrolytes and, uh, you know, certain foods. Nothing he does compares to what Aaron Rodgers admitted to the other day. This is from uh, the New York Post. Aaron Rodgers revealed his past use of psychedelic drugs not only helped improve his mental health, but ultimately led to him to the best season of his NFL career. Now, before I go on, how many NFL players right now, or college players, high school players for that matter, or just people, are looking at this saying Aaron Rodgers is an amazing athlete, an amazing quarterback. I got to get me some of this. <laughs> this is the greatest promotion for Ayahuasca. Ayahuasca. <laughs> the Green Bay Packers quarterback said Ayahuasca. A psychoactive tea containing the hallucinogenic drug DMT helped him, quote, unconditionally love myself. Gee, I think Tom Brady managed to do that without this drug, so I don't think he needs it. But <laughs> to me, says Rogers, one of the core tenets of your mental health is, is self-love. That's what Ayahuasca did for me, was help me see how to unconditionally love myself. Really? Uh, it's only in that unconscious self-love that I'm able to truly be able to unconditionally love others. And what better way to work on my mental health than to have an experience like that? Uh, what does the league say about this? This is the, one of the stars, biggest stars ever. It says the drug has been used for thousands of years as a traditional healing method in Central and South America. Um all in all, Rogers said, I, uh, how do you say it again? You know how to pronounce this? Ayahuasca. Ayahuasca impacted his life in more ways than he could ever imagine. I laid there afterward on my mat and then opened my eyes and felt like I was opening my eyes for the first time. Okay. Brady has said a lot of weird stuff. We've gone over the avocado stuff and doesn't eat strawberries and all his weird peccadillos. Nothing he's ever said or done is as weird as this. And maybe the stuff works. If it does, you know, I'd like to get some. Maybe we could put it on our website and sell it. Do we have like, we have Callahan coffee. Could we at Callahan ayahuasca? Uh, ayahuasca yeah, infused Callahan coffee is what I'm thinking. Is it legal? I should know more about this. Some but, places. Uh, uh, is it legal in Russia? Is this what Brittany, this is what Brittany Grind brought into Russia? No, I think you would have had uh, a death penalty if you brought ayahuasca. There. One of the greatest players ever attributes his best season to hallucinogenic drugs. That's the headline. And I'm telling you, if you're uh, you know, whoever, Mitch Trubisky right now, I know some guys said they wanted to copy Brady and do what Brady did and follow his plan, his diet and everything. But uh, this sounds like more fun. Rather than, you know, eating avocado ice cream or whatever else, Brady, and, uh, you know, supply and stretching and everything. Why not just do some hallucinogenic tea? <laughs> do you want Do you want to go on an ayahuasca retreat, Jerry? 
Why do they have those? What do you do? Just lay around so uh, tripping? You go and you like, um, Ron White was on uh, Joe Rogan's show and he was explaining that he did it. And a lot of people actually do it and kind of say similar stuff as he is, as like douchey as it sounds. But you go and you're supervised and you do ayahuasca and, and just stare into a fire until like your blo- like brain explodes with. Ooh, all sorts that sounds of fun. Is it like stuff. ketamine treatment like that sort Hunter of. Biden had up sort in Mass, uh, up sort on the North Shore? Yeah. I know. I know ketamine is uh, uh, they treat depression, mother mental illness, and you kind of trip, you trip. But I didn't know that uh, Aaron Rodgers was being treated for his uh, mental health issues. But he is kind of a weirdo. I'll say that. It kind of kind of a weirdo. I mean, he showed up at the first day of training camp pretending to be uh, Nicolas Cage from Con Air. <laughs> it's kind of funny. Which was weird. <laughs> Not as weird as uh, Russell Wilson showed up wearing his own jersey. You know, you see him wear the game jersey, Broncos game jersey, and you're thinking it's, you know, John Elway or something. It's his own jersey, <laughs> which was weird. But... Dressing, and I guess I give him credit for creativity. Dressing as whatever the name of uh, Nicolas Cage's character was, was pretty funny. But uh, look out for lots of young players saying, get me some of that ayahuasca tea. It worked for Aaron Rodgers. All right, uh, we got a few more things. We got to get to this uh, worst song ever and the worst loser politician ever. Do you want to do Shay here? Yeah, let's do Shay. I do Shay, and then we'll get to uh, the worst song ever made. I, I have a feeling everyone's going to agree with me. It is just garbage. But uh, let's let's do Shay Concrete. You know what they can do for you, you know, this summer? You got to do a summer home improvement project. I got one for you. New precast concrete steps. Whether you're building a new home or you're remodeling an old one, Shay has great values on precast concrete steps with designs that will fit your home. There are many options available, including concrete, but you can also customize with beautiful stone or brick. A new staircase will dramatically upgrade the front entrance of your your home, giving you a much better curb appeal. You'll be the envy of the neighborhood. They remove the old steps, bring in new steps within hours. You got a whole new look and your house is looks better and is worth more. This isn't just an, uh, this isn't an expense. This is an investment, an upgrade in your home. With one phone call, Shea will deliver a turnkey installation experience. In a few hours, you'll have a brand new front entrance and you will love it. You can learn more about Shea's precast concrete steps at SheaConcrete.com. Also at SheaConcrete.com, you got to look for a job, a good one. Shea is hiring. They're always hiring. The business is good. It is booming. Right now, they have between 15 and 20 open positions. These are career opportunities for all different types of people with all different types of skill sets. All you got to do is pass a drug test. I I, uh, I don't want to spend a lot of time on this, but we're going to war with Russia. No no big deal. It's uh, going to war with Russia. Our Senate voted 95 to 1 to uh, uh, admit Sweden and Finland into NATO. Um, Josh Hawley was the lone dissenter. God bless him. This took guts. Uh, the, the people who went along with this thinking, oh, it's great. Let's make NATO bigger. I want to remind everyone why we're going to be at war with Russia and Ukraine or why we're you know, sending billions and billions and billions to escalate the war in Ukraine because Ukraine thought, talked about joining NATO. That's all it took. They thought about uh, strengthening their alliances with the West, and that's all it took for Putin to attack. And uh, God knows how long the war is going to go on, but it ain't good for anybody. Uh, Sweden and Finland, Finland shares an 800-mile border with Russia. This is going to piss off Putin. And when I tweet about this, people say, screw Putin. I, I don't care about Putin. I care about America. And I ask again, how does this serve America's best interest? If Putin just, just takes one shot into Finland, just one, you know, one round blows up or whatever, anything blows up a silo, we have to go to war. That's the deal. He, they're in NATO. One, you know, they attack one, you attack us all. So we don't have that obligation with Ukraine as much as all the warmongers in the Senate and the House and Ayanna Presley and Liz Warren want to escalate the war. We aren't ob- obligated legally uh, uh, contractually tr- with a treaty to, to fight in on the ground for Ukraine. We are obligated to fight for Sweden and Finland now. And everyone says Putin's crazy. Putin's evil. Yeah. So why is he not going to 
take, why is this not going to uh, piss him off to the point where he rolls tanks into Finland, meaning we have to go to war for these Scandinavian countries that, I mean, how does that help us? How does that serve our best interest? Nobody in the Senate seems to be able to answer that question, but soon maybe we'll have the real voice of reason in the Senate. I had to do this quickly. Um, um, We we talk about pathetic politicians all the time, just losers that, you know, uh, that that serve in office forever and never had a real job. People like Ed Markey, who was an ice cream man before he went into politics and is now fabulously wealthy and famous and he's dumb as a rock. But, you know, the voters are dumber and just keep sending him back to Washington. There's some really pathetic losers in uh, in the Senate, in the House, in governor's seats. I think we will soon, we might soon, you know, have the biggest loser of them all. John Fetterman, I don't know if you're aware of this, is the Senate nominee in Pennsylvania. He's squared off with Dr. Oz for the uh, Senate seat from uh, one of the Senate seats from Pennsylvania. This is from the Daily Wire. This is from our friend Tim Meads at the Daily Wire. Senate nominee John Fetterman. If you're not sure who he is, he's the big, bald guy with the beard who looks like he should be in WWE. He looks like a skinhead, but he's a crazy liberal. <laughs> it's it's the weirdest appearance. He walks. He wears a hooded sweatshirt and like triple X gym shorts everywhere. That's where he, what he wears to, at appearances. That's what he wears in the day. I saw him the other day. And it was like 100 degrees in Pennsylvania, and he was wearing a hooded sweatshirt. It's just his look. Anyway, John Fetterman lived off a yearly allowance as high as five figures provided by his parents well into his 40s. The lieutenant governor, who bills himself as progressive friend of the working class, survived for his 13-year tenure as mayor of Braddock, Pennsylvania, thanks to his parents' money. Fetterman, now 52, was elected in 2006 and left the position in 2016 after being uh, elected to his current job, Lieutenant Governor. In 2015 alone, his parents gave him $54,000. His salary when he was in his 40s was $1,800 a year. So he was he lived with his parents till, I forget, till he was in his 30s or 40s. And the parents just gave him money for until he was... Uh, uh, till so it was two, uh, 2019. So he was, that was three, three, he was 49 before he got a real job. His parents just gave him money. They gave him a house. It, it allegedly his sister sold it to him for a dollar, but his family gave him a house and they gave him $50,000 a year while he worked for $1,800 a year as mayor. And now he wants to be Senate. Talk about a guy who's got no real world experience. He's going to talk about what a working friend of the working class never worked a day in his life. He's just the, this is the most pampered puke I've ever seen. I mean, I've heard of rich families, but just handing you 50 grand to pay your bills while you go play, play politician. And now this goober is probably going to be a Senator. Talk about <laughs> useless piles of, Plus, he had a stroke. I don't even think he can talk you know, clearly yet, which will make him fit right in in D.C. You know, he's a little young at 52, but he's an old 52. But anyway, that's the uh, Fetterman story. What a loser. I can't believe I'm rooting for Dr. Oz, who gives me the creeps a little bit. But, God, we need Dr. Oz to pull that one out. All right, let's get to it. Let's get to the big story of the day. I uh, the, 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 the controversy around this song. Uh, if you haven't heard it, it's kind of silly. It's ridiculously silly. It's nonsense. Um, it's we, we talked about this with Lizzo recently. She just said, this was just a few weeks ago. Lizzo was forced to change the lyrics in a song, like take this song down, change the song, not because of, you know, the N word or talking about whatever sex organs or anything, but because of the word spaz, spaz. That is now a pejorative, that's now a, a slur to say spaz, which I had to read this to figure out who's offended. Uh, the, the, well, the story is Beyonce had to do the same thing. She had to take a st- song down, change the lyrics because people were offended by the word spaz. Uh, 
Here it is. Uh, This is uh, a spokesman for Beyonce said in a statement, the word not used intentionally in a harmful way will be replaced. The song called Heated, which we'll play, was co-written with Drake, among several others. Keep that in mind before we play it. Drake, Beyonce, and several others worked on this song. And, And we'll get to it, but... The term is considered a derogatory reference to the medical term spastic diplegia, diplegia, a form of cerebral palsy. Now, I've used the word spaz once or twice in my life, not a lot, but I never thought it was a term about cerebral palsy. Never crossed my mind. Never thought it was offensive. Everyone says, you know, see someone who's hyperactive, say, oh, what a spaz. Couldn't be more benign. But that's the point where we're at. You can make a rap song. You can use the N word. You know, you could talk about whatever, shooting cops and banging hoes and anything else. But you can't say spaz. <laughs> and if you do, not only do you have to apologize. It says Lizzo removed the word from one of her song "Girls," G R R R S, uh, in June after disability advocates complained about the lyrics. So just to, if you keep it scored home, uh, last week. Um, you weren't able to say the word midget. That was Jerry Jones had to apologize, said to never let it happen again. Midget, which sounds, again, innocuous and stupid word that we still have leagues of little hockey players called the midgets, but we can't use the term midget. Now we can't use the term spaz. Not that I was, not that I'll miss it, but so that I was curious. Uh, I heard, uh, I heard Matt Walsh talking about this. I was curious. I got to hear the song and just hear you know, what happened after she took out the offensive term? Maybe, maybe uh, it was worth it. Maybe it's a great song and don't want to get distracted, bogged down in dumb little controversies. Just get the song out there. I guess I'm not up on this so much. You know, we talked about music with Minahan yesterday. I told you what I like. Not a big hip hop fan. Never been a, I, I don't dislike Beyonce. I didn't know her music. So I start. I listened to a couple songs, including this one. It is mind-numbingly, stunningly, staggeringly awful. This is so awful. I can't believe it that, forget Drake and several other, I can't believe anybody wrote this, recorded this, played this, and will buy this and listen to this. Is this, before we play it, Ironhead, you're you're younger and, you know, hipper than I. Mm-hmm. Is this typical Beyonce? Uh, I've only heard like 10 seconds of this song. So, so far, yeah, like recently. <laughs> her, her, her stuff with Destiny's Child was pretty good, I'll say. Oh, I mean, I guess I've seen that. I've seen the video. She performed at what, uh, halftime once or pregame or whatever, yeah. Super Bowl, put on yeah. a good show. But with her dancing and looking as hot as she is, you get distracted. When you just listen to this song, this is a woman worth half a billion dollars working with Drake and several others flying in private jets. Um, she's still with, uh, what's his face? Who's her husband? Jay-Z. Jay-Z. Jay-Z, who is the second or worst, second or third worst climate, climate criminal takes the most private jets. She's probably on those. So she's a climate criminal, but this is worse than destroying the earth. Destroying the earth is bad. This song, making this song, recording this song is worse. I hope I haven't built it up too much, but Let's listen to Heated by Beyonce. Like this, my love. Never met a girl so fine 
half a, a half a billion dollars. Yeah. That sounds like somebody with a little, you know, a little keyboard in a, in a, in a bar uh, or something, you know, in the, in the corner and you, and you would ignore it and just say, Oh, that's all. Can you put on another song? That is so awful. And the words are just juvenile. I don't care. I mean, it's not, uh, Oh, she uses the N word. There you go. <laughs> so you can use the N word, but you can't say spaz. She's a sorry. And, and they don't just say, sorry, we use the word. They say, sorry, we'll re-record the song. Cause it has the word spaz in it because of cerebral palsy. <laughs> <laughs> just nuts but uh you know what i'm still gonna go with abracadabra by uh oh i got i got a way is, worse song than this i got the list who, who is this we got uh all kinds of lists of work song ever what What do you got what would be your nomination uh lil pump gucci gang pretty terrible L- lil pump gucci gang i don't know it um this list has number one this is pretty bad uh, jefferson starship or starship we built this city Number two, they have achy, breaky heart, but you can't pick. We used to have this rule that you can't pick gimmick songs. You can't pick, you know, safety dance or uh, the, the, what do you call that other thing? People do at weddings when they all do the dance and together and they spin. Well, I'm asking you, you don't know anything, uh, <laughs> but like achy, breaky heart. You can't pick that. It can't be a gimmick song. The worst songs ever have to be, uh, real songs that were meant to be good and meant to be, uh, you know, like that. Like, I guess, is Heated supposed to be good? Ice, Ice Baby by Vanilla Ice. That's pretty bad. How about how about Eddie Murphy, Party All the Time? That That's song, don't you dare, don't you dare talk about Party All the Time like that. That song is oh. amazing. Oh, it's so awful. Uh, Your girl doesn't like to party all the time? Party, party all, the time. all the time, party all the time. Oh, uh, five for Fighting Superman. Yeah. Here's uh, uh, John Mayer, Your Body is a Wonderland. Yes, that belongs on the yeah. list. Yeah, but uh, Cotton Eye Joe. That's another one of silly dance songs. You're supposed to sing at weddings. Uh, oh, this this uh, popular culture magazine has the 200 worst songs of all time. <laughs> 200. Uh, I'm, going through, I'm going through the lyrics uh, for the rest of this Beyonce song on silent, just seeing what they are. Uh, what do you think of this this one? I don't know if you can see it. Uh, let me look. Uh, all right, we got stretch marks on my <laughs> <laughs> stretch marks on my uh, bosoms. <laughs> this she needed help from Drake yeah. and and several others to write this. Apparently, and this gets this woman to be one of the wealthiest women in the world. Drinking my water, minding my biz. I'm overrated. Tuesday on my dick. What? <laughs> Monday I'm overrated. Tuesday on my dick. Flip, flippy, flip, flopping. Bitch, fan me off my wrist goes click. I mean, fan me off like stolen Chanel. Lock me up in jail. I'm hot, hot, hot. <sighs> Cuff me, please, because this ain't fair. Stripped in my pearls like Coco Chanel. Where's the spaz word? I don't even see it. This is the cleaned up version, isn't it? You get to say the N word and you get to say the T word. And Uncle Johnny made my, what do you make? My cheap um, spandex. Uncle Johnny made my dress. She, yeah, that's Macarena. The guy points out Macarena. That cheap span. What I mean, it, this is just silly. This is just awful, awful, awful. I mean, it's not. I'm not asking for you know, bye bye, Miss America Pie, but maybe some lyrics that I don't know mean something, make some sense. She cranks this thing out. Must take a day to make, and she makes you know hundreds of millions of dollars. That oh, is sure. insane. You know, God bless her. This is America, but I think I uh, won't be uh, attending any Beyonce shows or buying any. Uh, <laughs> Beyonce, downloading any Beyonce music, I never knew how utterly awful it was. But man, that is awful. All right, that will do it. Ooh, uh, we got so much to get to. Did we get a verdict? Did we get a verdict? Not on, that uh, I've seen. Not yet. Brittany. Not nothing yet. From, nothing from uh, Moscow on the Brittany Griner trial. She's going to get sentenced, we believe, today to nine or ten years. 
then we got to really go back to the negotiating table and trying to find uh, someone we can trade for her. Someone who hasn't, you know, killed Americans. We can trade for her, but doesn't look good for her or Alex Jones, but we'll, we will keep track of those trials and everything else, but that'll do it for today. Thanks to everyone for watching and listening and commenting and answering questions that Iron Ed can't answer for me. Uh, but anyway, that will do it. Thanks to you. Thanks to, thanks to Graham, our great marketing manager. We're not doing a show tomorrow. We're going to uh, take a day. We're going to take a day. I'm busy. I'm, you know, uh, I didn't tell you this, but uh, I'm going to go sailing with Tucker. Yeah, he's not having me on a show, but we're going to go for sale. Now it all makes this is a tryout. Yeah, no, no. You know, I got bumped again last night, which I understand the story that they're going to do that I was going to talk about is not great. It's about Massachusetts schools providing medical marijuana for kids, which is insane. But it's not, you know, a great edgy story like Tucker likes to do. So that keeps getting bumped. They told me next week, but... I'll keep you posted. It'll probably never happen. There's always going to be more important things, more important stories breaking in the world, but I will let you know. But that will do it for today. Thank you to everybody. Have a great weekend. I'm Jerry Callahan. This is The Callahan Show, and we will talk to you again Monday morning. Shaking my head and thinking something ain't right. Is it just me? Am I losing my mind? Am I standing on the edge? Like the show? Leave a five-star review on Apple and Spotify. Well, the tide is turning in Massachusetts after years of watching Democrats raise taxes, hinder local businesses, silence the voices of parents, and disrespect the police. The people have had enough. Go to MassGOP.org to learn more, get involved, or make a contribution. Finding suitable mental health medications can be a challenge. The GeneSight test may help. Did you know that genetics can play an important role in gaining insight on how a person may respond to various medications? Understanding this may help reduce medication trial and error. GeneSight is a genetic test that analyzes variations in DNA. It shows how genes may affect someone's metabolism or response to medications commonly prescribed to treat depression, anxiety, and other mental health conditions. Visit GeneSight.com for more information.